creature, uh, which I'm just going to call a very loose, poorly done Resident Evil retrospective. <laughs> yeah, because in proxy, we're going to be talking about all the others, but we're playing in co-op together Resident Evil 5, which yeah. I was like, I was like, great, going to beat my first Resident Evil. And then you know what, Lee? I was liking Resident Evil 5 so much that I re-downloaded a game Damn. that I never finished, never even got close to finishing, which was the Resident Evil 2 remake. Uh, and I was like, all right, not going to be a pussy this time and actually play this game. And I fucking beat it last night. Damn. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, does it, so Resident Evil 2 has two campaigns, right? Leon and Claire? Yeah, Leon and Claire, and then they both have Leon A and Claire A, and then Leon B and Claire B. What I've come to learn about this, though, is that the B scenario is just their A scenarios minus the very beginning, because it's just a yes. short form of it. And that's because well, you play through both. Yeah, yeah and that's pre- and then there's an extra boss at the end, and that's pretty much it. Um, so did you just beat one playthrough? As yeah, each so character, I, I beat okay. I beat Claire A. I started out with Claire, and I beat Claire A. So I yeah I I might play Leon B. I know the only real differences, however, is going to be uh, the boss on the descending train platform, and then instead of the Sherry Shurkin section, it's going to be um, Sherry Birkin section. Sorry, it's going to be the yeah. Ada Wong section. Okay. Mostly everything besides that is the exact same, except more like Ada Wang. <laughs> yeah, except Mister X chases Leon a little bit more than Claire. Um, so like. Like, I do obviously want to go play more, but if, like, 90% of the content is the same, including the puzzles and just navigating around the world and getting to the same locations, uh, I'm a little bit hesitant to go do that. I might go do all the free DLC that they have with the game first. Um, Sure. Yeah, we'll see about that. But also, I I could probably beat the Leon B scenario in, like, three hours now that I kind of know what I'm fucking doing. Um, Yeah. But if you... Are you going to go play three... Yes, I absolutely am going to buy the 3 remake when it comes on sale on Steam. Oh, I'm, uh, there, there you are, yeah. Oh, uh, there's always a Steam sale. <laughs> there's always a Steam sale for Halloween. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to buy it on that day. I'm going to play the fuck out of it. Apparently it's pretty short, um, but it has more of an action yep. approach, which I, I don't disagree with. Uh, but I have nothing, nothing but fucking positive things to say about the Resident Evil 2 remake. I do not play horror games. I'm a big scaredy cat. I get, like, I shit my pants half the time during these kinds of games. Um, Damn. But, like, I've, but because we were playing, like, Resident Evil 5 and stuff like that, I started, you know, watching... Like, oh, this ain't so bad. I started, wa- yeah, <laughs> I started watching videos, and I was like, I always liked Resident Evil. Like, it's cheesy story, because I like anime and shit, right? Um, yeah. So I was like, fuck it. I'll, like, things that are bad. Yeah, right. I was like, I, I spent $80 <laughs> on this game, like, years ago, and I played, like, two hours of it. Like, I'm going to fucking go for it this time. Seems like a weird call for the guy who doesn't like horror games to pay full price for... Yeah, well, I really wanted to play. Like, at the time, they had such hype behind it, right? Like, I wanted to be included and try it out, and I just couldn't get through it. But I'm really glad that I, 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 st- I, it's still in my library because I played through it, and I had a lot of fun with it. The puzzles were really, yep. the puzzles were really interesting. Uh, the game is fucking gorgeous still to this day. Like, it looks so good. Um, well, it's not... That game's only, like, three years old, isn't it? Well, right. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. in comparison to lots of even PS5 titles and stuff like that. Sure. Um, that engine's a good-looking engine. Yeah, it's a very, yeah. Yeah, it's a very good-looking engine. Because um, you saw in, like, Devil May Cry 5 and stuff like that, too. Um, uh, so, 
like there's like obviously there's a bunch of things that I think is just like Resident Evil like the weird dialogue because like these characters are so casual for being in like this huge apocalypse situation yeah um so like there's stuff like that there's other things where they kind of assume you are either familiar with Resident Evil or played the original too uh because they don't explain like they do kind of in the original like what Mr. X is doing there they're like oh Umbrella sent this guy to get the G-Virus and fucking kill any witnesses and you don't you can't get that as easily in the two remakes so he kind of just fucking shows up behind the helicopter and like what the fuck whereas in the original do you need, a, do you need an explanation for him though can't he just be this mysterious threat well yeah down? I, like, if you're into that absolutely i'm the kind of guy especially for resident evil which does explain the motivations of the thing chasing you no i just i like to no <laughs> i'm not saying i need the motivations of it but i like to know especially for a game like resident evil which is very anime-ish as i said um, I like to know all the inner workings of everything going on. Like, oh, Umbrella sent him. Why did Umbrella sent him? Uh, and what kind of tyrant is he? Is he a variant of the original tyrant from Resident Evil 1? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I like that kind sure. of shit. Um, so that's the kind of stuff I felt was missing from the remake was... Uh, it, it's... But that's, that's the thing about Resident Evil, as I've come to discover, is there is an overarching plot, but it's very sure. thin. And, like... You can tell Capcom doesn't really give a shit about it because each, like, they're putting all their focus on the individual story for each game. Um, right. Like, clearly, like, it's like when you get to Resident Evil 5, like, we're playing right now. Like, the villain is Wesker, and you're like, okay, like, the impression that you would get from the game is that Wesker's been this huge presence in the last every single game that's come before it, and it's all been culminating to this game because he's putting this world ending, like, world ending thing into effect. Yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you, like you get the impression that like every single game has led up to this, but that's not the case. Wesker's in Resident Evil One, and then he gets killed, but obviously he comes back because of you know the Resident Evil thing. Um, he's like not in two at all. Like he doesn't affect anything. He's not in three at all. He doesn't affect anything. Like he's kind of in four, but he's just there for two seconds to tell Ada to bring him back the Lost Plagas thing. And then he's in Code Veronica, and that is just, like, almost completely unrelated to the main narrative. So then when Five comes around, and he's, like, the big bad, and he's like, I've been working for this my whole life, you're like, yeah, it doesn't feel like it, though, anymore. Um, and I don't know if that's, a like, a negative or a positive, because when you're playing, like, a big, long series of games like Resident Evil, you'd hope that, like, each game would directly tie more into one another. Uh so what let's boil it down let's let's talk about the elephant in the room which is that i think the resident evil story quote unquote is just there to lead you to the set pieces and that's fine because the gameplay is effective it's you're if if i just tell you you're in a police station full of zombies fi figure it out that's kind of all you need uh and anything else uh, above and beyond that is just is just gravy so the story of resident evil so you have the and and Correct me if I'm wrong, because, again, I have played a lot of these games. I, I don't really care about the narrative. <laughs> you have STARS, you have the BSAA, or originally STARS, and you have the Umbrella Corporation. There's a mansion, and under the mansion's a lab. And am I just thinking of the movie now? And uh, there's, there's a virus. They, the Umbrella Corporation is manufacturing, like, bioweapons. Yes. Uh, biohazard weapons, if you will. And uh, one of them is just basically, like, hey, turn people to zombies. Uh, I don't know why that would be... 
beneficial. No, uh, no, from like a military see, point of and view. And see, this um, is this is the stuff that I get like really obsessed over is like these points because you're like, why would they make zombies? That just seems fucking stupid. It's because and then it evolves into monsters later. It evolves into like yeah. uh, in four, it's not zombies necessarily. It's like a parasite. No, and the, the but people like, are still people. But yeah, yeah. The original zombies, by the way, Lee, is because they're failed tyrants. That's all they are. Like you know the thing you fight at the end of Resident Evil One. Sure. A zombie is a failed version of that guy. Okay, so we're not raising people from the dead. No, they are, are. They are raising people from the dead. It's just that, like, uh, <laughs> like you have to be like. There's a very specific instance in which you can create a tyrant, and like these other people are basically just being injected with raw T virus, as opposed to going through like a lab process with the T virus okay. to become a tyrant. And the T virus to a civilian is just going to turn you into a brain eating zombie. Yes. And turn you into a monster. Yes. Uh, but and, you and can it, just like. But uh, you can use the it. Force ev- yeah. yeah, you can right. use it. You can use it with science to create all the Resident Evil bosses that you fight right. at Resident Evil One, Two, Zero, Code Veronica, fucking you name it. <laughs> I don't think it comes up a lot in Resident Evil, but like if a if a T virus zombie bites you, you also become a zombie. That's by right. The exposure. It's just okay. yeah. So no that's... one talks about it enough yeah. because like you get bit like kayfabe in the game when you yeah. like get attacked, and you're just like, oh yeah, whatever. Fuck, just put some. Put some weed on it. Well, that that's like the easy, most cliched. Well, there's so much zombie media now that the, uh, oh, you've been bit. You're either hiding your bite or we're aware of it and you're a, you're a ticking time bomb yeah. kind of thing. In Resident Evil, because it's like you mostly play as like military secret service people that are mil- like trained in combat, uh, that that kind of stuff doesn't like chris redfield is just a a jughead just like a a jarhead rather uh not not riverdale uh he's just gonna do the mission he obviously has a personal vendetta against wesker but other than that he is just a he's he's they're not mercs per se but i guess like what are they what is stars why do i care uh, they're the only ones fighting against Umbrella? They're the only ones... No, no, like, no. Well, no, but that's the other thing, Lee, is that when you get to Resident Evil 4, which is, like, the other thing that you can tell Capcom doesn't really care about the overarching narrative, it's because when you get to Resident Evil 4, they're just like, oh, yeah, uh, Umbrella went to court, and they went bankrupt. Now they're no longer a thing, and, like, they're no longer even operating. And literally, that's it for Umbrella. Like all the villains, they go Team Rocket. They just, yeah, all the out. all the villains yeah. after, like during Resident Evil Four and after, is just like either Wesker or Umbrella's formal rivals in the bioweapons divi- in the bioweapons market. <laughs> so like it's okay, just so like your your lead fucking villains, Umbrella, Resident Evil Four. You're like no no they're like they're gone. Don't even fucking worry about it. Like here's a little it. Napoleon guy. <laughs> he's, he's he's the new Wesker. Deal with him. Yeah, you're a small time. Uh, no so, thanks, bro. Uh, before you flame us in the chat, obviously we're not saying that the Resident Evil games are inherently bad because of this. Uh, oh no, no, no! I, the narrative. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. It's great. Like Resident Evil Five is a game where maybe, maybe Resident Evil Five is where the story matters the least, other than the fact that you have. It's almost like Matrix Three. It's like nothing. Who gives a shit? But you do get the big showdown at the end with with Smith. I guess that and you're either in or you're out. So yeah. Resident Evil 5 for me was always just like, I didn't have a reverence for Resident Evil 1 through 3 because I, I didn't really have a PlayStation back in the day and I couldn't handle uh, the controls. I thought that uh, in le- it, to make something intentionally clumsy, to make me more stressed or scared, uh, I feel like if you're going to have a military character or a combat trained character, then it should be up to skill 
which is why I like Resident Evil 4 and on, because of that that little injection of action, I feel, make, makes you feel like, oh, I should have gotten out of the... Like, in Resident Evil 5 in particular, if you're not strafing back or turning around and walking away from enemies, you feel every time it's your fault that you stood there thinking you could kill them before they got to you, and they got to you. Whereas in Resident Evil 3, it's like, oh, do I have a, a dagger to instant kill this zombie? No, I don't. Okay, no, I've lost a bunch of health. I might as well reload my save. I might as well, like... Um, it's a little more clumsy. And I didn't particularly like that back in the day. So even while I played the GameCube version of Resident Evil 1 and stuff like that, my reverence for the series really starts at 4. So I'm a... What would you call it? I'm like the millennial Resident You're Evil a, fan. It's just yeah. like, what's, what, what Resident Evil am I nostalgic for? Even though I was technically around for the heyday of Resident Evil 2 on PS1, which many people herald as one of their favorite games of all time. Resident Evil 4 is the first one. And on the Wii, mind you, read. How, mo- how much more casual could I get? Um... I fucking loved it though, and and the and the story and the and the and the characters and stuff like that just kind of are serviceable in the same way that they are in other Capcom games like a Devil May Cry. Uh, some of them are more memorable than others. Some of the bosses are more memorable than others. Yeah. But the moment to moment gameplay and uh, the immersion that's that's injected because of the horror elements of the game where you're not zoning out. You are kind of like keeping an eye on your corners, and every time you go around a bend, you're you're wondering what's going to pop out at you. That's very effective. Um, and uh, I hope you've been enjoying Resident Evil 5. It, it's a great game. It's a great co-op game. It's a little old. Oh, it's, it's, it's the menus and stuff are feeling a little little clunky, but No, um yeah. I really enjoy it's yeah, it's precise gameplay like you said. You have to be very yeah. aware of your surroundings and your timing in regards to incoming waves of enemies. Um obviously the story is just like fucking whatever, especially for Resident Evil 5. Um because it's just like I hate, I hate being so dismissive about something as like crucial to a game's enjoyment, like a like a story. And there's people out there that I'm sure are huge apologists for it, and they're like, "No, it's actually good." Because, and I'm just saying, compared to everything else I play, Resident Evil puts <laughs> we're both saying this puts very little emphasis on on the the story being the gripping part. It's just the end goal. It's the thing you're walking towards. Yeah, and um, and like to my I shouldn't say to my surprise, but like. You, uh, I would say there's a big part of the Resident Evil fan base that say they don't like Wesker and his anime powers bullshit because they think he's it's, he's the worst. Yeah, like I hate Wesker. I think as a character he's like out of place and is the lame anime trope of instant transmissioning, kicking you in the side of the head. You can't you can't shoot me. You can't hit me. What are you gonna do? It's just like man, I don't give a shit. Drop you in a volcano and shoot an RPG at you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. Spoilers. Yeah, um, I. <laughs> I can absolutely see why people don't like him because he definitely clashes with the slow pace, especially of those older Resident Evils. Um, yeah. So him having these weird anime powers definitely makes the game already more actiony than it is, and it loses a lot of the like you can't you can't take the game as seriously after you see him do like a spinning barrel roll shadow teleport after getting shot. Um, and yeah, then, then he, like, effortlessly catches his sunglasses and stuff. That, yeah. That kind of bullshit. Yeah, and then you have to, like, go fight, like, slow Saddam Hussein-looking guys after. <laughs> yeah, a lot of big, bushy mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> uh Evil 5. But I, I really yeah. like... But besides that, like, gameplay and everything of Resident Evil 5 is absolutely fu- fucking great. Uh, and really yeah. liked the remake. You should play four too. You should, uh, or wait, because they're making they're apparently making a proper Resident Evil Four remake. Yeah, that's so of I've heard. Free, so um, well I also, hang out. yeah, maybe. Uh, I also plan on playing um, 
so besides the three remake, I might, if it's cheap enough, probably put pick up four and six during the sale as well. I'm really just... I was going to say, yeah. Play all, like, the modern ones. Because, like, I've never played a tank control run, and I, I don't know if I'm going to like it at all. I, it seems like a control scheme I'd have a very hard time getting around personally, but uh, but we'll see. It's, uh, yeah, six is, six, so the, the problem with six, other than the guy blowing the giraffe on the cover, is uh, the, the emphasis seemed to go away from the precision and the inventory management, which people, like, complain about. It's just like, oh, you have to, it's like, no, that's part of the survival aspect, is you have to make the hard decisions uh, to eat that egg to pick up that extra thing of ammo. Uh, but that's that's part of the game, right? It's a survival game. You can only carry so much in your pockets. You can either carry all this ammo or a bunch of guns. It doesn't necessarily make sense. Resident Evil 4 had, like, an attache case you could expand. Uh, and that, that weapon Tetris is, is rather fun. So they do away with that in 6 and just kind of give you a regular scroll-through-it uh, Dark Souls-style menu and uh, take away kind of the, the weapon customization and the... The pr- the progression, other than the story, and you just really, really just focusing on that gameplay, going from point A to point B with three different campaigns and a huge action. And I don't have set much pieces. <clears throat> yeah, so I don't have a lot to say about it. I beat the Leon campaign, and I was, I believe, I beat the Chris campaign, and then just, just, just walked away. Um, so if you if you do go through it, I'd be very uh, interested. I don't know about the, how long this this Resident Evil conversation will go on for. But oh, sorry. Uh, if you do manage to finish that before we, we get there, um, yeah. Sorry, your, your voice breaks up every so often on Discord. It's kind of weird. That's okay. Yeah. I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm also uh, losing you here and there. So, you know. It is what technology. it is. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. I absolutely am enjoying it, though. So I am probably going to, I'm probably going to like pick them up, stream them, you know, all that shit. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil 5, though, specifically, uh, we have Chris Redfield, we have Sheva, we are in Africa, and basically the same thing that was happening with the Parasite in 4 is now happening in 5, only there are differences because we had to make another game, and Leon already (laughs) took care of whatever happened in 4. So, it's just us going through shanty towns, blowing away villagers... Uh, and that's that's more or less the first opening hour and a half, two hours of that game. Uh, then you start going towards the mines and you start fighting these horrors, these things that uh, they're creating, these monsters, uh, and that kind of becomes the focus of the back half of the game. Eventually you do end up shooting at, like... So I don't know if they still have the parasite in them, but we end up actually doing, like, cover shooting later in the game with, like, actual enemies that are, like, wielding rifles and stuff like that. But oh as far as I God. know, all those guys... Yeah, all those guys with the the bushy mustaches and the pitchforks. I nothing could say they couldn't hold an AK forty seven and fire it. Um, this is true. Did you ever see them? Did you ever see the movie Land of the Dead? Yeah, oh, like with John like Wazano or whatever. Yeah. Yes. yes okay. He's, he's got a spear gun. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's maybe the worst zombie movie uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, Dennis Hopper is also in that movie, so it's almost like a, a Mario Brothers. Yeah, and, that, and not uh, Brad Pitt. I forget his name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was supposed to be like this, the more or less sequel to Dawn of the Dead where people had been living with zombies for a long time. And we've made like domed cities. And uh, the zombies gain intelligence somehow. And they're able to like pick up shit. guns. And like, <laughs> yeah, and then John Leguizamo literally becomes a zombie uh, that's out for revenge and shoots Dennis Hopper with a spear gun at the end of that movie. Spoilers. Uh, but that's... 
I don't know if that was the influence here, where she's like, we can have our cake and eat it too. We can have people who want to bite you on the neck, but they can also, like, bow staff fight you and, like, fire a gun. Um, and that's and that's super lame. I just, like, as, a, as an enemy concept, I don't know. That's... Yeah, uh, I think the big appeal, especially of something like a Resident Evil zombie, is that uh, all their humanity is gone and it's nothing left but this primal instinct. Um, yeah. So the second that you start showing, like like you said in Line of the Dead, that it's intelligence, so the uh, implication is that they have sentience so that they are making choices so they are no longer as scary. Um, I think the Las Plagas, exactly and right. the, I think the Las Plagas <laughs> in the case of Resident Evil Five, is fine because it still feels like, like these people aren't themselves and they can't make any choices. Like they're clearly, obviously, being controlled by something, so they're just, they're just, they're vibing. Um, but it's it's no it's no regular zombie. I think you'd still be a little bit better if they were all just regular zombies coming at you. Yeah. Uh, tons of weapons, items, ways to blow up these villagers. Uh, they blow up themselves. The dynamite guys can take out waves of their own men just by shooting them in the arm or leg. Uh, the, the reaction stuff is really cool here. Obviously, they improve on it later in Resident Evil 6, and uh, even more so in 7 and, and 8 Village. Uh, but the the hit the hit uh, staggering and stuff like that is very, very good uh, in Resident Evil 4 and 5, and still feels good to this day, even though those games are over 10 fucking years old now or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're playing as Chris. I'm playing as Sheva. Not a lot different control-wise between them. They have different melee attacks. Uh, you've got a machete. I've got like a little shank. <clears throat> you want to, uh, if you're playing in co-op, you want to uh, diversify what weapons each person is carrying so you can share ammo. Just makes way more sense that way. Uh, obviously, something like a magnum. Eventually, both of you may maybe want to be carrying them for a uh, for boss fights and whatnot. Uh, if you're playing alone, uh, I don't know if you want to even try playing that game alone. It's kind of interesting that you have to manage both people's inventories, even though you do never play as the other person. Uh, anytime you have to send Sheva somewhere, the AI has to go do what it's going to do. It's it's kind of interesting, uh, and and the inventory stuff is is kind of fun. I, am I alone? Like, is the no? I, I I like the inventory yeah. systems of these Resident Evil games. It does force choices for you, which I I agree with. Um, I like that in Resident Evil 5 you can upgrade weapons too and collect money. There is some progression to it, which is really enjoyable. Like What I really liked about Resident Evil 2 Remake was uh, constantly having to go back to get items that you previously couldn't, such as hip pouches to increase your inventory slots so you could have more ammo and all that other stuff. Um, yeah, no, I like it. It's, it's something to work towards. It's progression. It's my favorite stuff in video games, so nothing but thumbs up for me for that shit. There it is. Yeah. It's like the it's like someone took the Witcher three inventory system and just shrunk it to like one eighth. Yeah. <laughs> like took it took it down. Yeah. Uh, kind of like yeah, that, man. but uh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, so we where did we stop? We got to we were, we were doing the thing in the swamp, uh, where the crocodiles and we were in the in the uh, the fan boat, and uh, collecting all the fragments to open that door, and then we kind of stopped right after that. So yeah. That's where it's, we're. It's right around there, and I'm uploading all of it to my YouTube. There it is. You yeah. can see us playing through it. Uh, we're, we're mostly doing a pretty good, pretty good job, I think. Uh, the only the only deaths have come like instant kills. Uh, I think when like uh, oh, one time I got separated from you and then couldn't uh, couldn't spray myself in dying state or whatever. But <laughs> otherwise, I think we're doing okay. I, I don't remember those games ever being particularly challenging. It's more and they're forgiving too. They just checkpoint you to the beginning of the thing. 
uh, you can you keep all the ammo and stuff you had, so it's not it's not the end of the world. No, know, so. not at all. Um, no, yeah, that's Resident Evil for now. Uh, you'll we'll check back with Reed next week, see what he's got. So last week we uh, we got into Resident Evil. We started talking about it right off the hop, and uh, that's going to be our feature: is kind of a faux retrospective, loose retrospective, just open conversation about Resident Evil versus going through them chronologically or doing anything like that. Because not that I don't think the series warrants it, I just don't think that's the way for us to yeah. feature it. Because um, we n- neither of us like may, you are, you know, quickly earning a reverence. For that series, I think, but I, I don't, I won't revere it in the same way. Yeah, I, do. I think it's interesting to do like a pseudo retrospective of the series through the games that I'm playing, sort of, because um, sure. I'm going to be playing a bunch of them throughout the rest of October and uh, and then some. So yeah, like I'm playing a bunch of different ones, but uh, yeah, good times. So we last uh, like we last like left them. off. You, uh, me, and you had started playing Resident Evil Five. Yeah. You uh, then started playing Resident Evil 2 Remake, or finished Resident Evil 2 Remake. We That's were talking right. about the the different uh, paths uh, of the Claire and Leon story in that. And then uh, you, you've you got 3 Remake, and you're playing that, or you finished that now. No, I, uh, yeah, last night I finished Resident Evil 3 Remake. My time was 4 mi- hours and 4 minutes. I was, Damn. I just got 4 minutes over the required amount for, um, I wonder what the speedrun record is on that game. Probably, probably very short. Um, three, but I, like under 2 hours for yeah. sure, right? But I will talk more in detail about Resident Evil 3 Remake <laughs> when we go into what we've been playing, because there's a lot to say under about fi- What if I said under 50 minutes? Yeah, that, I think that's doable. Yeah. I, if you skip cutscenes, yeah, I think you could, I think you could do that. Um... And then besides that, I am also playing Resident Evil 4, also for my stream yes. and YouTube. And then I plan on playing Resident Evil 6, the Resident Evil 1 remake. And I some year down the line, I will play Revelations 2 because I got that for 77 cents. You gotta, you have to buy it at that price. That's yeah. less than the price of, a, of an Eat More chocolate bar. Fuck yeah. Just a chocolate bar. Eat More's are great. Yeah, Eat More's are great. And that's just... Now I want to eat more. Damn it. <clears throat> Went to the gas station the other day looking for those hand warmer things. You know what I'm talking about. Sure. The person behind the till clearly thought I was talking about gloves. She's like, like, gloves? And I'm like, no. Like, the, th- the- oh, fuck it. And I had to go to the dollar store. <laughs> and they got all the, uh, the knockoff chocolate bars. But they also have the actual chocolate bars. So they got, like, the house brand. It's like you can get the meteor bar. One of them, Reed, is very close to a fusion bar. It has those little rice crispy balls I, uh, I, one of one of our Dollarama. Dude, what yeah. the fuck is a fusion bar? <laughs> is a fusion bar? But, uh, the fusion bar was the the caramel and like the 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 little crispy uh, spheres in the chocolate bar. You don't remember the fusion bar? God no, damn, man. Reed! I thought we were talking about this the other day. No, uh, we've completely gone off the rails. And the best part about this is this will be included in the compilation of the Resident Evil retrospective. <laughs> uh, so we've we've worked our way to I believe chapter four. Four two or four four three, I think, is where we left off on Resident Evil Five, yeah. uh, which is it's fun. Uh, I think the what makes that such a compelling co op game 
is the really quick back and forth of you pick up this, I pick up that, and uh, the pacing of dealing with enemies, dealing with puzzles, and then having those little moments where we can just inventory manage and load all our guns. And it's, it's got an ebb and a flow to it uh, where it, you're, you're never in any one area too long. You're never doing any one thing for too long. Yes, it's paced and, very uh, well. Yes, and that's it's a tour de force in that. Uh, in that, like, if you use that same pacing, you could make any number of co-op shooters. Like, they would be compelling. Uh, and so we get into the story here. We've There's a lady with a very low-cut dress. Uh, <laughs> Ir- Irvine, Irving... Irvine? Irvine Irvine turned into a fish man and he said go into the cave you're you'll find some stuff there and then we did uh there was the progenitor virus which umbrella used to make the Why T was, virus if Irvine was clearly meant to be just like a hey if, if anything gets real bad here man stick this in your neck and become a giant monster and try to kill Chris <laughs> and Sheva also you can never like why couldn't he put something in his neck and become Wesker? I guess they wouldn't want someone else as as powerful. No, so under... like, th- and that's like the that's like you have to also take with a grain of salt that like Capcom doesn't give a fuck about like these finer details, but they try to write it off as basically Wesker was like one of like twelve kids that were taken, and we'll learn this later in the game. I think I think this is in Resident Evil Five. It might be also in Six. Um, but basically, Wesker and a bunch of other kids were taken as, and they were like raised by Umbrella to be like super duper smart and the best. And then the whole time they were secretly like researching these kids' DNA. And then when they were all turned like t- fucking whatever age, they all like basically secretly ingested them with this like virus. And only Wesker survived, and Alex Wesker, who was in like the Revelations games, but like who he has and shit. Uh, so Wesker survives and he's like slightly stronger and faster at first. Um, but because he survived that it's, they give him like a secondary virus after that for Resident (laughs) Evil one. And they're like, they're like, all right, you're going to go get combat data for the tyrant in Resident Evil one. You're going to lure him all there just to be safe. Uh, we're going to give you this secondary virus. So Wesker injects it in himself. Uh, then when the tyrant, like, fucking kills him in Resident Evil 1, they basically say, like, in the lore that, like, that activates the secondary virus he got, and that's where he gets all his anime powers from. So he's, like, reanimated with, with powers. Yes. So he's, yeah, he's kind of like a sentient super zombie, I guess you could say. So it was also an extra life? That was, like, a known thing? Like, inject yourself with this and you'll you'll... You like if you d- yeah, if you'll die you'll come back and you'll be like way fucking strong. I don't even know if they intended him to be like way fucking stronger, but they're well, like Well, doesn't he is Wesker still representing Umbrella in no, this game? No, 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 no. As I guess as early as Resident Evil 1, he was no longer with Umbrella. He right. was he So you're going to want to say you're going to want to say that this is un- unintended uh oh. for Umbrella that he has come back with superpowers. Yeah. This is not Yeah. Yes. It, that's hard to say if the if like him having like anime powers was intended by Umbrella right. or not. Like obviously, what it was was Capcom's like fuck. We want to bring Wesker back. Let's just say that like he injected himself with some virus. Also, we like what? we like anime now because Code Veronica. So that's all it okay, is. Okay, so Resident Evil Four. Yes. Where does that virus come from? 
Las Plagas is just like a thing that's existed since the beginning of time. Apparently, it's just a thing okay. in Spain. So not umbrella related. No, uh, umbrella f- manufactured the T virus, which is the thing that leads to the zombie outbreak in, in Resident Evil City. Two and Three. Yes, here's the thing, okay. Lee. As far as Umbrella is concerned, they have no fucking involvement with any games after Resident Evil Three. Okay, like, that's what I figured. Yeah. There's, there's remnants of them because, okay, so we learn in Resident Evil 5, tying it all back together, we get to this cave that Irvin t- told us about, yeah. and we find the flower that is the the root of the, the virus. Yeah. The T-virus, okay. yes. It's like the yes. progenitor virus is like where all these other, like when you watch the movies and the spinoff games, like the like the no, E-virus stop. and the C-virus. No, I'm not going to watch any of that. I'm just saying. That's where it's all, it's, that's where it's all come from. But yeah, like... It is a little bit weird, and like how it's like, oh, he was injected with a virus as a kid, and it made him slightly stronger. But then they gave him another virus, and then he died, and then it inactivated. I don't know if the superpowers are intentional. I think they're just thinking like, hey, you'll come back. Uh, yeah, that's the the inconsistency of what people when people jab themselves in the neck. Yes, uh, the inconsistency yes. in this in this series where when someone jabs themselves with a fucking syringe. Literally anything can happen. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Whatever the plot needs to happen will happen for that person. It doesn't make sense for Wesker, who is by all accounts, he was born by regular parents, for him to get superpowers and literally everybody else on the Earth doesn't. But I think that's where a little bit of... I think that's... Okay, do you know the backstory of Wesker? Why is Wesker, like, an inherently evil dude? Why is he... Is he after money what is okay, Wesker's so goal? That's the thing we learned in Resident Evil 5, and that's where they try to explain... Ouroboros! Like, yeah, that's again where they try to explain why only Wesker has anime powers, and they're like, oh, well, he like it was like a one in a million shot, and what he wants to do in Resident Evil 5 is basically give everybody what he has, and only like, you know, 1% of the entire population will survive and have anime powers like Wesker. Oh. Yes. Okay, well, but this implies that, okay, to make the conditions the same, he would have to give them the the shitty virus that he had when he was killed by the tyrant, and then the, he would have to, before they die, so he would have to give everybody one shot, <laughs> and then give them a second shot, and then kill them. I, I don't and, know and if... And then 1% the, of them would become I, Wesker. Yeah, I don't know if the first shot he got as a child had anything to do with it, really. This is what I read on the wiki, like, last week. Why? But I know so he's so he's trying to make a a superior race. He's yes, got like a Magneto yes, complex. Yes, because that's what that's okay. what that's what Spencer, the guy who created Umbrella, wants to do, and that's what the whole Wesker project was for. He's like okay, I want... so he's still he's still carrying on Umbrella's but he legacy ki- though. But he killed Spencer, and he's like, oh, I'm not gonna let you do it, and I'm gonna reign as king instead. Like that's it. Okay, so he wants yeah, but like he won't be king if everyone has the same powers he does. But no, His but whole... he, he just he implies like that he's just gonna like be stronger. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> he's okay, just sure. like yeah, but like that's where that's where your disbelief has to go into play. He's just like. He's like, and then I will ring as the superior king or whatever the fuck he says. And you're like, all right, I guess he's just like inherently more powerful. Yeah, but inevitably you're going to give somebody superpowers who's like uh, not <laughs> morally corrupt and is this like guy on the side of good. Everybody- it could be Chris Redfield. You could accidentally give Chris Redfield superpowers and Chris Redfield's then going to have the ability to finally put you in the ground. Right, but I don't think I don't think Wesker is like, like, I don't think Capcom is thinking about that much, first of all. And I don't think Wesker is like... Uh, I don't know. Accounting for like people. So is he? 
Okay, so wherever the story goes, I'm sure you're already aware. He has he has a son. Does his son inherit Wesker's powers? Is it like Lamarckian oh, yeah, evolution? But like like his, if you've his, got the his son was not like some project by Wesker. It's like the classic. Also, at some point in Wesker's life, he banged some girl, and then and he's got to go on. Yeah, and then he left. Yeah, like it's it's exactly like in, jo- in JoJo Golden Wind, like. Exactly. Uh, yes. Of course, a <laughs> reference that everyone will get. <laughs> no, if you do it, it, it's exactly the same thing. Like the lead villain okay. that like fucked off. Like he's like the worst, evilest piece of shit. But somehow, like ten years ago, he found someone who was willing to have a child with him, and then he just so left. What? So what is the nature? What is the virus that we are currently dealing with in Resident Evil Five? So Resident Evil Five, like first of all, the people we're fighting are just classic Plagas, like people, like Resident Evil Four. The implication is that Ada gave the sample to uh, Wesker from Resident Evil 4, and then Wesker is using it to basically, like, just suppress the area while he uh, harvests the progenitor virus, so he is can make... Is Ada or... evil? Ada? Ada is, like, th- that's exactly the thing. Like, uh, she's evil in the way that... I'm trying to find, like, a great example of it. Like, like... She's evil in the way Vegeta is evil. Like, <laughs> wait, not what? Vegeta. No. Yeah, but like if Ada's so Wesker's plan in Resident Evil Five is essentially to wipe out ninety nine percent of the human population. Yeah, but he's not going to tell Ada that he's going to be wiping out ninety nine percent of the population. He's just what like, did Ada. what did he tell her to get her to help him? Because she's very effective, evidently. Uh, so after so after Resident Evil One. He, like, left Umbrella. He basically betrayed Umbrella, and he gave the Tyrant combat data to, uh, like, they're, they're just called the Rival Company. Um, so when you see him in Code Veronica and Resident Evil 4, he's working for said Rival Company. Um, Ada also works for Rival Company. Um, okay. Wesker is, like, her, uh, you know, like, her mission guy, like, the per- like her overlooker. So he sends her on the mission to retrieve the Lost Plagas thing. And Ada, as far as she's concerned, is, like, like basically just a mercenary. She, like, deep down is a good person. But, like, you know what I mean. I'm trying to think of a great example. Like, like, a, like a gun for hire. Yeah, she's a gun for hire. Deep down, she's a good Mor- person. Morally compromised. Yeah, and she <laughs> and she has feelings for Leon, but, like... She'll never, like, make a world-ending event herself, but, like, she's she's definitely one of those people that are just, like, it's gonna happen regardless, blah, blah, blah. A lawful, lawful neutral? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's where all that shit comes in. And then but okay, between, so- between four and five, Wesker leaves the rival company and starts his own called, like, uh, YSK. Yeah, YSK or some shit, and that for, merges with Tricell, which is a different pharmaceutical company. So he's, for all intents and purposes, just made a different umbrella, and that's all this is. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. All right. So the the flowers in the cave, he's harvesting that to make his his, his, his master plan here. Uh, the, the Lost Plagas, though, is something that has existed as, as far as we know, and that is a separate threat that just happens to pop up. Is it like cicadas? It comes and goes. Is that constantly <laughs> happening somewhere in like um, so some, some backwards Eastern European nation? Is there I, just a town that's losing their minds? Or? What I from what I remember <laughs> in Resident Evil Four, yeah, it's just like some like ancient secret in some fucking cave that like one dude found and made this whole thing about. Uh, so the issue now becomes that these things are now overlapping. 
that we didn't just end the threat of Wesker in th- in three or what have you. We are now he he he, he is still fucking around with this other virus that we we thought we had already wrapped up. No, Meanwhile, this ancient virus is now also <laughs> running rampant. But that's the thing. Uh, Wesker didn't like release any viruses or cause any incidents. He was only in Resident Evil One as far as like actual like doing things. He was in Code Veronica, kinda. He did some anime things, but as far as like the overall canon goes, it's not really important. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil Zero, he had a flashback. He wasn't in two. He wasn't in three. He wasn't really in four. He had a quick scene with Ada, just telling her to get the Lost Plagas. Um, and then he shows up in five as the main villain. So like the implication, of course. Why is, does okay? How do you get the Lost Plagas? You just you just get a flesh sample. You just like you, you played the game. They fucking inject it in Leon's neck. It's like a little tiny bug thing. Yeah, but okay. What is? Oh man. What? What does it do to him? It makes him like scream. so. Lost then... Plagas go goes into like your nervous system, and it doesn't do anything at first. It has to take a while to take over. But whoever uh, owns like the like the Queen Lost Plagas bug thing, sure, um, yeah, okay. like controls all the other like what do you ever want to call them? like you know the White Walkers in Game of Thrones season yeah, eight, yeah, 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 okay, that okay. shit. And Leon, Leon gets the cure by the end. Yeah, yes, of course. Like, cause he's not, cause he's not fucking a Las Vegas guy anymore. Yeah, he doesn't get yeah. tuberculosis. But that's like why when you Morgan. shoot off sometimes, like the head of a Granado in Resident Evil Four, big monster in there. Yeah, the big thing comes out because that's the Las Vegas thing that's grown to a mature level. Okay, so it's like an ancient bug that can that parasite yes, that ex- takes over the human exactly. body. And then you get to like okay. Resident Evil Eight and Seven with the mold, which has also existed since apparently the beginning of time. Why does Wesker want the... Okay, so so at the end of the day, the Resident Evil series now, as we see it, if we step back and we look at the whole gallery picture of Resident Evil, it is about a a, a offshoot of the military whose job it is to deal with uh, various, viruses, various... both ancient and supernatural, and man-made. Yeah, I would say not really supernatural. I would say various biohazard incidents because the mold and lost plagas are still technically viruses well, and biohazards. You can't say it's non-fictional. It's not just making people sick and killing them. It's turning them into giants and monsters. Right, but so. I wouldn't call it supernatural. Is all I'm saying. I would. Like, like, it's not, could go, it's not you, ghosts. It's not ghosts and and spooks. Right, but you could you could set a Resident Evil in medieval times, and you play as like Albert. Uh, you play as like some sh- far. <laughs> You, I'm sure you not could. Not Wesker. Uh, yeah. You, you play as like a, an ancient Redfield, like you're like a knight. Yeah. And like this Lost Plagas thing could happen, and then you could have a guy fighting like dragons and shit, but they're like big tumory monsters. Yeah, the dragons the would, would be like mold monsters instead. Yeah. Who wouldn't play that? Oh, no, you absolutely could do that, and it would uh, make sense. Um, okay. But so, okay. So I'm, uh, I'm talking through the, the, I'm talking through what I've experienced of Resident Evil and, and I've always been trying to be like, what is the constant threat? So what is, what are these characters actually that, trying to achieve? See, and what what is their motivation? See, that's the thing, Lee, is that's what I had to wrap my head around is this isn't Metal Gear Solid where there's like a beginning and an end to this saga or anything like that. It's, um, like it's, it's, I won't even say like, it's not just like GTA because there's constantly related characters, of course. Um, well, that's maybe what makes it unique. But like, it's not even like James Bond, where it's just like there's a villain of the week and we got to yeah. go stop him. It's like no, there's a constant. We are the people who have to deal with this constant arcing threat 
of like this one madman Wesker who's got superpowers, uh, the remnants of what this Umbrella Corporation did in terms of manufacturing yeah, these it, it's viruses. More, yeah, it's way yeah. more like Resident Evil 1 and 2 as a launching ship to various games yeah. that can all deal with uh, isolated biohazard incidents because yeah. the Resident Evil 2 was not the end of the world. It was the introduction of bioweapons into, like, into the world. And because of that, it, it's just like if you introduced uh, like a new like popular firearm yeah. or something, you would see it popping up in various places all over the world. It's, um, it's more like twenty four. It's more like this is the the shadow, or you, we don't even know that this is taking place. Uh, like it's 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 covered up in the news. Like you yeah. never hear about it, but somewhere there is a man with massive arms. Yes, yes, and he's exactly. saving us all. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, be, like, each game will maybe call back to and reference one or two things from a previous game, but that's about it. There's never going to be like, like, oh, we're gonna make like three games in a row, and they all have a very dedicated storyline that relate directly. Until now, until like Seven and Village. Yeah, but argue. even even then, it's like. Yeah, yes, those are more direct sequels from one another, more so than Resident Evil has ever done besides 5 and 6. But, like, even 4 and 5, like, barely, like, it's like the Lost Plagas, that's where it came from. But, yeah, like I said, uh, it's it's not like Metal Gear Solid. There isn't, like, a big, uh, thick plot behind everything that's <laughs> leading along this story. It's individual stories, and then it's like at the end of it, they're like, all right, now how do we connect it back to previous Resident Evils? Oh well, we'll say this and that. All right, good enough. Ship it off. I just think it's a there's a weird uh, the, the the part that loses me is the the man made virus part where to what end is like you're manufacturing a, a bioweapon you test it on a town or whatever okay but then the the <laughs> the ancient bug that wakes up and infects a village and it's just like oh boy here we go again this is a lot like the zombie thing. But it's different. No, but that, like, that's the whole point of Resident Evil 4 yeah. was that zombies weren't cool anymore. It was that people I think were bored I, of them. <laughs> I think what I'm asking for is maybe not the medieval Resident Evil, but something that takes place before all this. And I'm sure there exists in the in the canon and fan fictions of the internet, but uh, it's, it's more of a bookend of what what is this threat? What is this organization that, that fights against it? Why were they... Why were they... F be okay, so in Resident Evil 1, who are those people? Who Who is Chris and who is Jill? And who oh, is they're just... So Chris and Jill are part of STARS, which is a special tactics and rescue squad of the Raccoon Police City Department, and that's Okay, so they're just it. like a SWAT department. They're yeah. not even like... Okay. They're not regular They get sent to a mansion yeah. and they're dealing with zombie dogs and shit. Yeah, like they're specifically like a SWAT kind of team. Okay, and then the BSAA is what? They Is were the UN for zombie outbreaks. So yeah, the UN formed them as a counter bioterrorist unit. That okay, but like Chris Redfield's just a cop. No, he was a Stars unit, which is basically a SWAT unit, and he joined the BSAA as a soldier. It makes okay, perfect sense. Okay, but after sense. that, they yeah they did, yeah well yes, I'm saying his his he, yes. He, but uh, uh, and then that goes into Resident Evil Seven. If you want to talk about the disbanding of the BSAA and all this other shit. Uh, well, not hmm. disbanding, but like, so when you play eight, um, you find out Leon's just like a he's he's just like a U.S. agent. He's just, yes, he's not part of. He's basically yeah. like a freelancer. Um, and then yeah. you find out. So in seven, Chris leaves the BSAA and joins Blue Umbrella. So blue okay. blue umbrella go. is um, blue pill umbrella. Basically, the remnants of the people that weren't aware of Umbrella's shady dealings that worked at Umbrella in the U.S. <laughs> 
And yeah, like it sounds crazy, but they're like they've dedicated like this new thing to like cleaning up biohazard messes. Sure. And yeah, they're yeah. and they're like, if we don't use the umbrella name, then no one will like take us seriously. Like, we have to own up to our mistakes. So Chris joins as like not so much to uh not so much as a favor, but to like make sure they're not up to make sure they're what up to What is his position at that company? Like he's just a, he, he joins them as like a higher up lieutenant. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> as you a hitman? <laughs> no, as like a soldier, dude. Um, okay. He, he joins them and he's just want to make sure they're up to. No, he wants to make sure that they're not up to no good. I see. Um, so between that, but game, they're they're a pharmaceutical company. No, they're 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 a company dedicated to cleaning up biohazard uh, incidents, like Resident Evil Seven. Okay. Like I said, right. so you get to Resident Evil Eight, Chris. At this point. Um, it, I, apparently they're not blue umbrella i think he just forms his own like private squad of guys that are like so he did like the wesker thing he like joined a sub thing and then then spun out into his own yeah he kind of just has his own squad and then uh they're going through the game and at the end chris's and boys and you see the bsaa come in and you're like oh like chris's old boys like okay but then uh they engage like the enemies that you engage and then you're like, oh, fuck the BSA. You're like, Okay, what? so it's like the future, and it's like we have private military, but we have, like, private biohazard cleanup no, military, and they're all vying for... Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. Go ahead. So you see the BSAA, and you're like, why the fuck are the BSAA here? And then you know, the implication you get from the way Chris is speaking to your team is that the BSAA aren't super awesome as they used to be. Uh, you find out after that the fucking PSAA are now using zombies as soldiers. Like, they, ta- they take off, like, a gas mask off, like, this soldier guy, and it's a fucking zombie under. They're like, they're using bioweapons as soldiers. And then Chris is like... perfect. And then Chris immediately says, take us to BSAA headquarters Europe. And then you that do a... the end of the game. Nope. Then you do a flash forward 10 years to the future. <laughs> oh, is that the... Is that... Are we talking about seven right now? No, Eight. Eight, okay. No, no, you do it way more than ten years, like fifteen years into the future, because it's a baby, and then you go into when the baby is a teenager. What the fuck? Yeah, and all these. Okay, here's the weird thing about Resident Evil: all these characters leave age in real yeah. time. Oh so, yeah, I'm fo- I'm I'm following that. Like, hmm. so Claire's canonically like forty something right now. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I think that's pretty neat. Like, at some point, these characters are going to be way too fucking old to keep making games. Well, why do you say that? Because they've all been injecting themselves with shit over the years. Like, you don't think they have some, like... Well, because, like, uh, Nick Fury and, like, Black Widow in the comics, right? You have to explain why in, in 2010... Nick Fury and Black Widow look like they're, like, in their 30s. Well, they took some version of the super soldier serum during World War II that didn't give them superpowers, but did make them age slower. So, like... There was, like, a time when Black Widow would reference herself being, like, 70 or, or something, and she was, like, still looking young. And that's how they... It's like, Spider-Man's been around since the 60s. We just accept that Spider-Man ages it's like The Simpsons, where eventually they, he will become older, but it takes... You know, it took 40 years for Spider-Man to age 6 to 10 years. No, I, so, but I'm just saying, like, these characters just aging in real time. What's, what's great about that is it implies a chronology... Like, that these events are are on a timeline somewhere at Capcom. Like, that you, you can't actually... Like, as far as I know, uh, I'm sure you could... Like, plot holes in Resident Evil 
Do they happen? Have there been any major ones over the years? It seems pretty consistent if you just tell the same kind of story that they're telling in these games that you avoid it and that you can have this now. Like, it seems like the new game, 7 and 8, they looked at their lore and they're like, that's the thing to build up. And in doing so, changed the gameplay to that first-person thing, made it more atmospheric. Seven's the the most horrific the series has ever been. And it's successful in that, because maybe people... That's like the piece of the pie that's been missing this whole time, is add that lore, show us 15 years into the future. Like I was just talking about, show us the past. Like maybe in the next game, tie something real real far back and make it be like, oh, no, man, you like if you played all these games, there's just all these... So many Easter eggs. I clapped when I saw the Wesker baby. Like whatever it is. <laughs> is that what people want? Like you've played a bunch of these games now. What do you want out of the series? What do you want to see? Because so that- they're making a Resident Evil 4 remake. Other than that, what, what do you want to see? That's the thing. Um, I personally like the man-made stuff. I like the Resident Evil 2, 3 like setting more. Obviously, I enjoy just because years of programming my head, like the third person over the head kind of games more. But um, yeah, like Village and Village and Seven just aren't my thing personally. I like that in the other games you're playing like a trained specialist going after these horrific man-made incidents. Um, or even in the case of Resident Evil 4, like, you're, like, you know, the secret agent guy in, like, this zombie town thing, uh, as opposed to 7 and 8, which is a more typical horror game where you're playing an ordinary person thrown into extraordinary circumstances. I think it's hard to call him an ordinary person. Well, but... yeah, by the time you get to 8, yeah, of course. Um, so that's what... What I would like is another game, like Resident Evil 2 or 3 remake, obviously update some things uh add in a bunch of new weapons um make it a lengthy game let's let's make it a bit longer um it's hard to say i haven't played enough resident evil yet to really have a good holding of what i want out of the series so what so my uh here are the pros of resident evil is that the the zombie outbreak or or the uh thing you're dealing with in these games is never worldwide it's it's self it's contained to a raccoon city or it's contained to you know the village in in four etc cetera, etc cetera. uh so you never have something worldwide it's never like i don't i'm trying to remember a time when like wesker's on the news like does it happen no like uh, yeah it's all it's all isolated incidents yeah so like... yeah so the benefit of that is the best part of most zombie stories or where monster du jour gets gets loose is uh, the beginning when when it, there's chaos and like what's happening like the raccoon city like suddenly it's a zombie outbreak but you learn there's of course the shadowy organization you tell the story there on that's the that's the best part about resident evil is like like resident evil 4 you can just make up something else that happened a long time ago and you know we it, it's been covered up over time and you can always do that you can always hit that uh, zombie outbreak has just happened um I think that's the. I think that's what I would want to see. I want to see a callback, something completely different. I have now, like I've played a bit of uh, Resident Evil Seven, uh, and and Eight, and like I said, I think the the lore they're building there around the existing characters and stuff like that is is people seem to be enjoying it, and they're way bigger fans of the IP than I ever will be. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna step back. But I think I think my thing of like show us something that happened in the '70s that got like show us Resident Evil Zero make negative one. Yeah, uh, well I. <laughs> What I think they're doing, obviously, is Resident Evil 4 Remake. They just did the the Quest 2 Resident Evil 4 uh, port thing, which is really fucking cool. Um, 
But then they're going to be doing a sequel to Seven and Village that's going to be, assumingly, the main character is going to be Rose, who is the baby from Eight. Um, she's going to have super mold powers. So because of there that, because of that, you might have, yeah, very interesting gameplay in the next thing, which I think could really freshen up the series. Because that's a thing I think people had as a complaint with Village was that it felt just more of the same from Seven, but just with more guns and bullets. Um, yeah. I think you've said it before, though. You you like a game where you just play as Hunk and you're just blasting zombies yes, or monsters. Yes. Or, yeah. Well, yeah, that's just me, though, because, like, I think Hunk's super badass and, like, his section's super fucking cool. Um, but that brings me uh, to what I just beat yesterday, which was the Resident Evil 3 remake. And I think that it does share a lot of the qualities of, like, what I would want out of the Hunk game because it was more of an action-y approach to the Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, so I was able to enjoy it for different reasons because of that. Um, and I think Resident Evil 3 makes a good starting point from what I want out of Resident Evil's, which is definitely still horror intense, um, but give me more options in combat. Um, sure. So Resident Evil 3 obviously introduces that dodge mechanic. You have a bunch of different weapons that wasn't in the two remakes, such as um, like a three-burst pistol... Uh, there's a really neat, like, mine grenade launcher thing that does a delayed explosion, which is fun. Um, very short game. Four hours I was done. Like, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, is, and it's not like <laughs> two, it's not like two remake where there's a Leon A and a Claire B and then there's a Claire A and a Leon B, even if they are very similar. Um, there's not, there's no, there's no extra hunk mode. There's no extra free DLCs. <laughs> should, should have added some ghosts and a scene where you get pizza or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no, uh, there's, there's no hunk mode. There's no tofu mode. There's no, uh, ghost survivor free, free DLCs. Like there's like five extra modes after you're done the story in Resident Evil 2 remake. There's none well, of, didn't they add a multiplayer mode to it? And uh, that's resistance, but that's remake. that's like yeah. that's like the two and three in general. I think it's the same. Oh, is kind it in of... two as well? I thought it was it was a three exclusive mode. Oh, I'm I'm not a hundred percent about that. I can't really comment on that. Um, it sounds it sounds kind of feature light until you consider. Oh, maybe they did put that multiplayer in where you can just play. I the... don't. It wasn't on release. I for sure. It's, no, it wasn't there on it wasn't there on release. They added it uh, later. Yeah, for sure, it wasn't on their release. Yeah. Um, so the game was much shorter and a lot less content in that regard. There is a shop you can do after the game, depending on your score. You get a certain amount of currency that you can spend on various things that range from costumes to cheats to unlimited uh, ammo guns, which could, like, really... It, basically, they want you to play the game over and over again. Um, but be, uh, but because the game is, I want to say, it's a lot more linear, for sure, than Resident Evil 2. Uh, there's not as nearly as much backtracking, which is a positive or negative, depending on what you want out of the game, if you're really into the explora uh, exploration part of it. Um nemesis wasn't a dynamic chase villain like mr x was which again is a positive or negative depending what you like out of these kinds of games i was happy not to have this big thing constantly on my ass chasing me but i know there's a lot of people that were super disappointed because especially in the original ps1 version nemesis was a very dynamic uh enemy who could show up at various points uh out of nowhere 
Hmm. Um, also, from what I understand, they cut like a lot of areas from the remake. Like there was no clock tower, I don't think. Um, yeah, and some other locations, and people were very upset about that because they're like, it's just cutting out a bunch of content. Um, the things I really did enjoy about the game is Jill was really fun. Um, like generally seemed to have a much more realistic and uh, normal reaction to like her situation than Leon or Claire did in the two remake. She like was constantly screaming in fear uh, would like, would be like fuck and shit like that when everything, whenever bad stuff would happen. Just like you. Yeah, just like me. Um, yeah, are you a Claire or a Jill? Take this, this <laughs> test to find out. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a drinky poo. Um, so, yeah, I just let it be dead air for a few seconds. Like, so, it, and then Car- Carlos, who is the second character that you play as throughout the game, um, was awesome. Carlos is easily the fucking best character in this game and probably the best part of the entire game in general. Uh, he just has a bunch of great lines. He's constantly, like, I don't want to say joke flirting, but he's constantly, like, teasing Jill and... As the relationship grows, it's really nice. Uh, like when he says the line, he's like, I'm not going to leave you alone in this uh, cold, cruel, Carlo-less world. I'm like, fuck, you are a hunk. <laughs> Carlos-less. Yeah, Carlos-less world. Uh, just super great. He has this really awesome section, especially in the hospital, where you have to wall off uh, all the areas and defend them from waves and waves of enemies. Even hunters start pouring in, and you're just like constantly bobbing and weaving, tossing grenades shooting guys you have like 600 bullets uh and that's what i mean by this game's a lot more action oriented than the two remake yeah. it it constantly feels like there's uh more danger there's more zombies uh the the corridors are tighter uh but yeah um i think you're gonna find that six is like that too six is like much bigger emphasis on just moving forward and and the action, just, like, dealing with it as it comes. So it's, like, the pacing is different. It's just, just push forward, go to the, get to the story. Yeah. And in my opinion, that, like, getting to the story is not why I play those games, but... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I do enjoy 2 Remake more than 3 Remake, because I I enjoy the slower pace of the 2 Remake for a game like this. Um, if I was playing, like, Resident Evil 4, of course, uh, I want it to be fast, and I want it to be, like frantic um yeah but yeah besides that uh i also think they might have cut out some boss fights because you literally only fight nemesis like i man we're like i was like two hours in and already nemesis is no longer in his regular form like 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 he was already like in his mutated state i'm like fuck me like i think i'm close to being done this game and then two hours later i was like yep i'm fucking done this game i guess Really incredibly easy boss fight. One of the last, one of the easiest final bosses um, I've ever... just light him up with a rocket launcher and it's over? Or what? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> yeah there's this big uh, electric rail gun thing. You have to shoot, like, glowing bulbs off his body so he's stunned so he can recharge the batteries and shoot him again with it. And then that's basically it. And I played on normal mode. I didn't play on, on assisted or anything like that because I wanted to get, like, the true experience. Sure, um, the normal experience. Yeah, in general, I found the zombies to be tougher. The shooting was not as tight as Two Remake, kinda. Interesting, because it's like the same game. Like it's very similar, but like the shotgun reticle, for example, was different. I didn't feel as tight to me, and I didn't get that satisfactory pop as often as I would in Two Remake. 
Um, and then the other thing, but the other thing was hunters. Hunters. Hunters fucking suck. They're in place of liquors for the most part. You find one liquor in the game when you go back to the RPD as Carlos, which was like the biggest eye clap shit ever. I was like, yay, I was here literally last weekend, but I'm already like nostalgic. On higher difficulties, do they increase the tougher enemies or do they just, is just more of them, less stuff to pick up? Yeah, less, how, how do less, they scale? Yeah, less enemies. Enemies have more health. Enemies do more damage to you. Uh, stuff like that uh it's only on assisted where like the enemy count doesn't change it's just on assisted you get like a bonus weapon enemies have less health you do more damage yada yada um so it's the hunters that suck they're basically the replacement for the lickers hunters are like these really fast lizard things i was going up to the top floor of the fucking hospital and there's just a hallway right in front of you and you just see one run past really quick I'm like, shit, I'm playing like midnight and it's pitch dark in my entire apartment because I'm in my windowless den. I'm going <laughs> forward and it does that cutscene from the original game where it's in yeah. the POV of the hunter running towards you. I'm like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. And just bursts through the door and starts blitzing at you when you're used to the whole game, just the zombies kind of staggering at you. And you just, that's what I love is the panic moments where you just yeah. like start pressing buttons, you're throwing grenades. Oh, that shit's wild. Um, <laughs> but I'll definitely be going back to Resident Evil 2 Remake before this game, I think. It just has better pacing. The The challenge of it is more gradual. I felt like 3 Remake, as soon as you get to the hospital, the difficulty spike is just enormous. Um, but besides that, it's still a fantastic game. For the price I paid for it, which was $25, it was worth it. If this was $80, I would have been pretty upset. Just because of sure. the the yeah. length of it and the fact that the only replayability is like you can you know you have an unlimited ammo gun or something like that, it's it's not like it's not giving me incentives like Resident Evil Two did to play it so I can unlock extra modes and extra characters. Well, there it is. I think uh, we'll call that the end of part two of our Resident Evil retrospective. What a what a lot of Resident Evil read. Uh... Excella, 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 when and she's got the ladies on Front Street there, and she takes over where Irvine uh, leaves off in Resident Evil Five, and then six a big leech man on us. Uh, we went through the section that I was uh, I was anticipating, which is basically third person shooter section. Um, the so like Resident Evil Four doesn't have a lot of that. The part where you are in Resident Evil Four in the castle with all the guys with the crossbows and stuff like that, I think that's the most third person shootery it gets. Yeah, probably. Uh, which is otherwise, yeah, yeah, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I 
I, I felt kind of weird in Resident Evil to be shooting like dudes with guns. I'm like yeah, cover shooter. I guess I, I the whole game is a third person shooter. Yes, yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah. But like I got over it eventually. I'm like, you know what? Like it makes sense because like one of the weird complaints I had with Resident Evil Four, I'm like, why do they just give all these Plagas guys fucking guns? Like if they're capable of using axes and throwing shit, like surely they can use weapons. Um, yeah. So I, that's well. That's what we uh, we we kind of touched upon with the land of the dead thing. Is just like when you give the zombie the gun, like th- there's a clear distinction between T virus zombies and then what what the lost plagas are. Do they still have? It's a yeah. It's a ne- yeah, yeah. It's a network hive mind. They simply just have hosts to act through. Um, yeah. Can you imagine being in control of thousands of mustaches at the same time? Yeah, thousands of Spanish people. Uh, <laughs> so when we did get to the boss, though. God damn, that was like uh, we must have spent twenty minutes on that boss easily, eh? It was weird. Yeah, we uh, like because we've blown through. We we fought the spider boss guy or whatever, and that was a pretty straightforward boss fight. Yeah. Actually, one of the better ones of the game. That things considered because it's just like, what do you have in your inventory? Dump it on the boss. Uh, yes. This one is kind of that, except you have to wait for the fight. This is the one where the flamethrower uh, gets activated, and then you have to use the flamethrower. You have to shoot off the arms. It's it's a more cryptic boss for for a Resident Evil game, especially considering the one you fight right before this is just like no dump dump ammo into the weak points this one is like dump ammo into the weak points then light them on fire then new weak points show up and uh we had used all of our ammo so when we were making those weak points show up all we had left was our like knives and the flamethrower itself which i'm not sure does a lot of direct yeah damage. i don't think it uh, does so we very much just had to wipe uh so i could bring back my magnum and get some more bullets on it and along with uh, the grenade launcher and actually just dummied him in the second round. But yeah, that was that was something else. I was getting pretty frustrated there for a bit because it's not that they didn't make it obvious. It's just like once you run out of ammo, what do you do? Like you just keep pouring fire yeah. on him. I mean, that was our bad. Yeah, we 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 have encountered a fail state in a Resident Evil Five uh, scenario where we ran out of ammo. So actually, killing ourselves was the better option, just to like get to the store, get some more ammo, swap our guns out, uh, and that kind of sucks. I mean, I won't put that entirely on the game because uh, our bad for just just sinking yeah, bullets I, into the the black mass of that boss. Yeah, but. I'm very curious now, and I might look up after this if it is possible to kill that without proper ammo, like just knives and flamethrower, uh, yeah. or if that is an actual fail state. Because um, those don't you don't see those a lot in video games, um, so that'd be pretty interesting. I'm sure we could have eventually, using the flamethrower and dodging and knifing that enemy, got through it, but it wouldn't have been the most efficient way, and it would have been a waste of our time. But yeah. I wasn't frustrated because, like, from a mechanics point of view, we knew exactly what we had to do. We just didn't know why it was taking so long to do it. And in that case, we were, like, looking around being like, is, was there more? Is there more to Because the first guy you fight like that, you lock him in that chamber and you incinerate him. Yeah. Uh, so in this boss fight, you're like, well, we don't have that, but we do have this flamethrower conveniently on the wall. Uh, yeah, that game, you know, uh, I don't remember how much more of that game there is. I don't remember how many more chapters there are. We could very well be in the final final bit here yeah uh, we've been playing uh for i don't know six seven hours maybe even more than that so far yeah um and surely after excella because they haven't showed any more generic goons it'll be the quick like jail thing uh she's in the plague doctor mask because wesker's fucking weird he's like yes put her in a plague costume um (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i love that aesthetic um then we'll have the anime fight with Wesker, punch them boulders, toss them into a volcano, and the game will be done. 
I was just realizing I was playing Red Dead Redemption online yesterday. RDO, or Cowboy, Enterprising Cowboy, as I like to call it. And uh, they did a Halloween pass. And no Plague Doctor mask uh, in that game that I could... That, that seems pretty obvious that you would have such a thing. Yeah, probably, uh, but... What you considering there's in the in game in armadillo there's like a plague r- ripping through it or whatever and you would uh, you would think those guys would show up but i guess that's more like 200 years before that when the uh, plague doctors spread the plague more than they prevented it and uh we're usually not qualified doctors <laughs> very interesting topic to look up on youtube i recommend it weird history i believe has a video on plague doctors all right uh so we we get to the huge supercomputer which is <laughs> guarded by a spider uh, and that's where Chris learns that uh, in this big Mako reactor where they're creating soldiers or whatever the hell they're doing in there, uh, I guess that's where they're injecting people with the Ouroboros uh, to make the master race. And as I was saying while we were watching the uh, the cutscene, you contextualized it way better uh, just with those few simple things you told me about what Wesker's doing and what his plan is. Uh, because once the, once the leech people start crawling around, it kind of goes out the window. And you're like, oh, okay, so literally... If you aren't in the 1% where this makes you into a super... Anime neo, person. <laughs> anime boy like Wesker. Yeah. You become like a, a hideous leech being that yeah, takes forever to kill. Exactly. And even then, Wesker will become a hideous leech being, but only after like you like do enough shit to him, basically. like He's, he's strong enough to keep it under control and keep sentience and keep his human form. But underneath, yeah. he's still an ugly leech fella. Do you think... It's a really cheap cash-in on, like, a symbiote venom, kind of. Because it's very similar. No, I no, I wouldn't say they're similar at all, to be honest. I mean, not just in visuals with the, the black slime climbing everywhere, but, like, the, the tendril uh, kind of stuffness of it. Uh, the idea that there's, like, a host body and it loses its... It, it can lose itself to the symbiote. No, be, because, it's, it, because it's different because there's a main Plogus, like, unit out there that controls all the others. It's not like... Okay. It's not like where each individual Plogus is controlling each individual host. It's... Yeah, like, that's how all Resident Evil 4 works, right? Is Lord Sadler controls all of the villagers through his Plogus. <laughs> Those, like, YouTube memes where they just uh, superimpose a character from a video game, or from a movie in front of a video game, for, for the meme of it. Yeah. Just have the Eddie Brock with the, uh, you shoot the guy's head off, and then the big <laughs> the big spinning, like, bug comes out of yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, like, parasite. <laughs> <or something>. Parasite. <laughs> no, nothing uh, will ever top Austin Powers in Mass Effect, unfortunately. That was very good. That was, yeah. like, the magnum opus. Yeah. Uh, someone took took a lot of time. Yeah. Very good. It was perfect. Uh, the renegade option when he just punches the reporter in the face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have been playing other Resident Evil games. Yeah, well, I, I don't have a whole much else else. I don't have a whole much else to report. I don't have a whole much else. <laughs> uh, to report from last week in regards to uh, Resident Evil. I have uh, nearly completed my second playthrough of Resident Evil 3. Uh, I'm going to beat it in... I would say just shy of three and a half hours this time, which is really cutting down my time quite a bit, which is nice. Um, I've also re-picked up Resident Evil 2 Remake. Um, I had it on the PS4 originally, uh, but it was cheap on Steam, and I want to play it on computer again. Cause oh, fuck I thought it. you initially played it on PC. No, so it you was, can install all the mods and stuff. Yeah, I had it on PS4 originally because I bought it at release, and then I didn't play it because I was too scared at the time. Um... So I have it on PC, and I've been playing that a little tiny bit, um, but I'm thinking of playing that actually today for like a Halloween sort of stream I'm going to do. I'm also going to sure. play uh, 
some competitive Pokemon and only use uh, a ghost monotype team to try to climb ranked, which is going to be kind of neat, I think. Um, and also might play uh, some more Resident Evil 4 or start Resident Evil 6, even. Fuck it. Wow. Yeah, which would be... And then really get the set pieces going, Lee. Lots of... Lots, yeah. lots of quick time events, lots of bold uh, white male protagonists. We should say those 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 quick time events have been have been tripping you up. In no, like I come swear too fast, to God, like I really... I pressed them in time before. <laughs> it's like they keep the prompts up even if you missed the. If you uh, if you hit it in time, then there, there'd be no issue, Reed. But I mean, the the, <laughs> the... <laughs> yeah, like so, uh, I'm getting fucked up by those, and it'd be no surprise too that like especially on PC because I'll get like content during cutscenes and I won't like have my hands on the keyboard and right. all of a sudden like a prompt will top up. But if you don't know, Lee, there's a lot more buttons on a keyboard than there are on a controller. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, like, not, you can't muscle memory, uh, uh, I guess if it's space bar. No, it, it's right, and it but... changes too. Like uh, the dodge, it'll sometimes change between X and C to both mouse clicks. Uh, sometimes you have to press, uh, like, space, like you said. Sometimes you have to mash X. Like, a bunch of different shit. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so that's weird. Um, but yeah, I need to I need to get through Resident Evil 4 still. I was getting completely fucked up on a section yesterday with fire catapults. Because, uh, yeah. like, I would always assume that I cleared enough out to get past to the next section. And then just one would come in and one-shot me and Ashley, and they were just dead. You got that second, uh, I remember using that, that silver-colored shotgun there, like the semi-auto shotgun. Yeah, 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 I got the right shotgun, yes, that's what it's, it's called. It's great for taking out shield guys. Also, Resident Evil, a game series where a big tower wooden shield is still actually more effective than most anything an enemy can come at you with. Yeah. You think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what are you gonna do? I got this big piece of fucking wood. this big piece of wood. Uh, so that's I think going to do it for Resident Evil today. Then, if you have nothing else to say, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up Resident Evil Five. We'll check back in with Reed. Uh, the retrospective. Yeah, I would say, I would say the only other thing I have to say about Resident Evil is um, it's kind of like a weird side note, but I've never seen so much um, like actor, uh, what am I? It's not cooperation, but like interaction with the game and the community. Um, Leon's actor, Jill's actor, uh, Carlos's actor, pretty much all of the village's actress, actresses, like Lady Dimitrescu and all their daughters and stuff. Like, yeah. they have, like, several, several streams of them playing, of them doing Q&As, and this is, like, not official stuff, like, it's just off their own personal YouTubes. Um, hey, you gotta get over somehow, Reed. Yeah, they have, like, back over, they have, like, backstage footage, they have, like, a whole bunch of cool stuff, so if you're really into, like, the more recent Resident Evil's Village, the 2 and 3 remake, uh, like, they have their own actors playing the games, they talk about basically doing entire commentary through it, it's really interesting stuff, highly recommend you check it out, I've been going through a lot of it, it's really fucking cool. interesting, yeah. I've, I've definitely, uh, okay, that'll conclude Resident Evil, then, for today, check us again. When Resident Evil 5 is done, and we'll we'll put a big bow on it. I was going to say, uh, I've told the story before, but... But yeah, that's that's. Speaking of which, here we are, Resident Evil retrospective with a question mark, part four. 
uh, read. We are just before recording this podcast, fresh off of freeing Jill from her mind control control heart gem. Uh, yeah, that, that got that resolved. Was a, that got resolved in a nice, neat little bow, eh? It was just yeah. Like, I listen. I got a may, might have a problem with the inconsistency of weak points in the Resident Evil universe. Where when we're playing, we listen. We're we're talking to one another. We're we're zoning out. We're not necessarily paying attention to conserving our ammo by only focusing on the weak points of tougher enemies because lesser enemies don't have that. They have contextual spots where you shoot them, like the head and the arms and the legs to, to drop them down. But when it comes to the boss enemies, you got to focus on those weaknesses. And anytime uh, there's like a puzzle solve kind of boss, like the leech thing and whatnot, we end up expending all of our ammo and getting frustrated at it. And uh, that happens multiple times today when we were we were playing. But we once once we knew what to do with that Jill fight. Then the thing is, I've beaten this game before. I should remember this maybe a little clearer what we're supposed to do. All I remembered was one of us restrains her, the other person pulls her hard out, uh, Temple of Doom style. And uh, well, we got there. Uh, we freed Jill, and she told us that no one is going to be able to bring down Wesker but Chris Redfield. So yeah, uh, and Sheva, of yeah, course. it's just, it's just funny that like. Like this, the big centerpiece of like Chris's character, this thing is that like Jill's fucking dead and he's bummed out, and then it's just like, aha, this henchman has been Jill the whole time, and now you fixed her and she's fine. Okay, that's it. It's resolved. You're like, oh, well, well, good, cool. Uh, I mean, that was the the impetus of what like would have Chris not taken this mission. If he didn't think Jill could have... No, I'm was... just saying that it felt like it, like it was a bit too easy just to save Jill just like that. We're like, okay, no, she's good now. It's yeah, all done. Yeah, like... Well, you, got, you had to know what to do. Yeah. You had to know to restrain her and then shoot her in the, uh, in the, in the heart. Uh, it, it, yes, so you uh, just went and, and played through Resident Evil 2 Remake again. You're, you're getting your way through 4, you beat Salazar... You're, you're taking in all this content at once. I know at the end of the week you were saying you were going to watch the animated movies. I've, I've seen one of the animated movies so far, at least. I've seen the first one, which is Resident Evil Degeneration. Um, I think that's the that's the airport one, right? Yeah, it was a really nice follow-up, actually, since I did just uh, beat Resident Evil 2 for the third time recently. Um, because it pretty much... The main characters are Leon and Claire, and it's pretty much like, hey, what, are the, what did these two characters get up to? Pretty much after Resident Evil, like two, uh, four and Code Veronica, respectively, because those. If were, like, you're able fall. to stay awake for it, yeah. you might be entertained. And you know, by, you know yeah. what? You know what? It wasn't that fucking bad, right? Like, like, like <laughs> it, it does a lot of things that I find interesting about the Resident Evil universe. Um, I like how the Resident Evil universe. It's not that these bioweapons like create an apocalyptic event because that would be very cliche. It's just it's it's a, it's like introducing a new form. Of, it is introducing a new form of weapon to the market of of uh of warfare and stuff like that it's like so, metal gear yeah kind of yes in a sense it's like a different kind of metal gear except it's like zombies and shit so but the thing is um all the games aren't about like the applications of this in practical warfare or terrorism it's always like like oh like a guy goes to Louisiana and he's like in a, like with a bunch of rednecks or he goes to a village in Eastern Europe that hasn't aged since like the forties and stuff like that, like the stories are or like even Resident Evil Five like you're going through very um, like old decrepit areas Resident Evil Four you're in castles and stuff like that, so while they they definitely introduce the concept of these new weapons being introduced to a modern setting they don't explore that but they do in the movies. 
Like, this movie is just about a terrorist who's going after a pharmaceutical company and bombs an airport. And you're like, that sounds like a fucking, like a Spike Lee movie or something. You're like, but it's all zombies or some shit. Um, Yeah, like Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I like how it's, like, like, what, like, if this was in real life, like, a terrorist would actually use this and, like, attack, like, an airport with zombies. And it's like, yeah, that fucking makes sense. Like, so that shit I really liked. It was really cool. Um, it was really nostalgic listening to it too because it is like an older anime, so all the English dubs are is, is just a bunch of people I've grown up with as a kid listening to anime all the time. Um, and yeah, you know, like the movie itself, like it very cliche, fucking has all the Resident Evil uh, staples. Guy injects himself with thing and turns into a fucking goo monster. Uh, there's a self destruct <laughs> at at the place for no discernible reason. Uh, there's always, like, a secret third party that somebody's selling combat data to, but, like, you never learn who that third party is because it never fucking matters. Um, and shit like that. It's there if they have to pay, pay it off someday. Yeah, like, that. yeah, that's exactly it. Like, there's always, like, a third party, but it never does get paid off in a meaningful way. Like, the thing with Wesker, the, the big thing in Resident Evil 1 is that he was pulling, like, an ocelot, like... Uh, he was secretly going to, like, betray Umbrella and sell data to a third party. And in this third party, he just took over them and merged them with a different company and made Tri-Sell for Resident Evil 5. So you're like, well, that really, like, downplayed the the mysteriousness of, like, the fucking secret and everything. But, yeah. So that's interesting that you're like, you like this because it shows you, in an insular way, how what the implications of these bioweapons would be on the flip side, the live action Resident Evil movies uh, actually delve into what happens if this outbreak leads to a, a, an apocalyptic event. Yeah, but I, like, I'm so over like zombie apocalypses, like we've seen it a million times. There's, there's, I, there's nothing I want about that. I want to be, I, like, I like the idea that like, hey, we're going to send in like a squad of soldiers and except they're all like mind controlled fucking zombies. You're like, that's fucking, that's pretty neat. Like, you don't see that much. That's what, like, Village does, and I'm excited to see where they go with that kind of concept. Uh, And I think, uh, yeah, I think it's a lot more interesting than just, oh, the world ends and now everybody's off, like, to to fend for themselves. Um, So, yeah, fucking like that shit. Resident Evil, baby. I'm going to say uh, we'll probably finish five uh, by the time we maybe record next week. I'm going to yeah, say if we... Uh, I would say we yeah. only have like one session, two sessions left, maybe. Just a, just a farewell uh, for yeah. Resident Evil, unless you, you get to the end of four, of course, and... Uh, yeah, I think... And I'm, what else you, you got? Yeah, I think I'm right before what I've known to be called the Regenerators in Resident Evil 4. Which sure. Which I think aren't supposed to be very fun, but... Uh, Are those the spiky body guys? I, I don't know. It's just people are like... Have you encountered suck. a spiky body guy? You would have to be more specific. Well, if the answer is no, or you have to be more well, specific, I, I fought then a maybe guy that's that the regenerator. Like, I fought a guy that has, like, swords for arms. I fought no, like, that's not. That's different. That's that's not the same. Well, I'm on, like, the final island. I I know I'm fighting Jack Krauser soon. Uh, does that help? Oh, in the, in the big uh, 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 fucking quick time event... Oh, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it, let me tell you. Yeah. You, get, watch out. He's good with that knife. Mm-hmm. you got to push the button faster than he does. Uh, we will uh, leave it there for Resident Evil this week. <laughs> Albert Wesker is dead. Yeah, we killed him in a volcano. Kill, with the killed him with our own hands. Yeah. Holding no. rocket launchers. Yeah, in a volcano. 
So you're the you're the Resident Evil boy now. Uh, do you, is that the end of Wesker canonically, or does he yeah, come back? No, that's it for Wesker. He's just fucking dead. Um, and that's like such such a weird thing I I found about Resident Evil Five was that like like how to the point and abrupt everything is. Like you're just so Chris. Chris is there because he's part of the BSAA, but also because Wesker has Jill. Or yeah, killed Jill. He thinks Jill's dead. Yeah, or so he, he has like, dead. yeah, he has like PTSD because he thinks that Jill fucking killed herself to sacrifice herself to save Chris. But then, like, they just free her from mind control, and then she's fine, and then Chris doesn't have to worry Heart about it anymore. Heart control, yeah, specifically. It's uh, like a Tony Stark. Yeah. Uh, so that ends rather abruptly. Um, the whole thing with Wesker, it like it stinks desperately of like these guys are trying to make it seem like like there's been like all of the titles have been culminating to this moment but it it really they haven't it's been like two games have been leading to this moment um, yeah so he's he's one madman with a huge a huge so we, we let's okay let's let's dial it back me and Rita finished Resident Evil 5. Yeah. And in such, we will now finish our Resident Evil retrospective yes. on uh, the podcast here. Yeah, I would say. And uh, so we freed Jill, and then it's basically like a run across the frigate, fight a giant squid monster uh, that was Excella or whatever her name was, and then fight Wesker himself. Uh, you learn that Wesker needs to jab himself with some kind of balancer, some yeah, kind otherwise of serum. He, otherwise he gets vertigo, basically. Yeah. <laughs> So what is that what happens or is the idea that Wesker who is who is pushing forward this Ouroboros thing he himself is not perfect that's he's the, he's not one of the chosen is that what I'm to understand that, That's the thing we don't get confirmation on necessarily they just like you just hear Jill say that he has to take this drug to keep himself like in check the only yes, impl- which could be like anime bullshit, yeah, but we're yes. reading into it as there's something not right with Wesker. Right. He's you not could, all that could, he's you could, Yeah, you could take it one of two ways. You could take it as, and this is the way I thought it was going to be, but now I think it's a different way. You know what, actually, I'm just going to tell you what I think this means, Lee. Sure, um, fan theory. Yeah, and I think this is pretty much confirmed. I think it just means that, like, unless he takes the drug, then he basically, like, gets... I don't know, sick is not the right word, but, like, he gets... He got sick, all right. But, like, you know, he uh, he gets distorted, he gets upset, uh, he can't, like, see straight and stuff like that. Um, okay, well, what literally happens is after you stick him with it, he... It unbalances him, and then the Ouroboros leeches and stuff start coming out of no, his no, body. No, 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 he does that on purpose. He, force- oh. he forcefully t- mutates on purpose to attack Chris. And okay, it, then what did the serum do? They just made him like dizzy and fuck off and shit and stuff. <laughs> and then, but then they stopped shooting him at that point in the cutscene. They stuck him with the thing, right? And, and that's, just that's watching. why I said when we were playing the game, I'm like, why would you not immediately, as soon as he starts like 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 wobbly and stuff, there? Why would you not? We've weakened him. Yeah, let's well, wait and see what happens. Yeah, why would you immediately not just walk up and blast him with pistols and rifles and everything that you have on you? Um, yeah, that's all dumb. So, uh, like, that, that, yeah. they, they don't clearly define what exactly he has to take the drug for, nor what you are injecting him with and what it will do to him, necessarily. So they don't define those parts. That's fine. It's just because you kill Wesker. And then immediately the game's just like, no, like, it's like a TNA pay-per-view. They're like, no, no, we have, like, five seconds to wrap up here. Like, wrap Chris, up. Yeah. yeah, Chris is in a fucking <laughs> helicopter, and he's like, whoa, 
Glad we got that done. End. Well, you literally, <laughs> well, you literally think you've already killed him, and then you get into the helicopter, and he pops out of the volcano and tries to tendril you, and then from the helicopter, without stopping the helicopter, you fire the rockets at him, yeah. presumably killing him, and apparently killing him, and then uh, Josh drives everybody into the sunset without breaking a stride. Like it's just like the game. The game's wrapping up when the heel hasn't even. His back hasn't even hit the mat yet. Right, They're like, no, exactly. we're going, going home. Yeah, that's why I yeah. said it's like a TNA pay-per-view. Like, it's, like, they just, like, we have five seconds. We have to fucking wrap up here. That's, that's it's, it's weird in that, yeah, Wesker doesn't reappear. So this is, like, his his swan song as a, as a video game villain. Right. And he's just dusted in a volcano. And it's just like, all right. Well, right. Like, it's like they're trying to do this big epic ending and culmination of this blood feud. Like a, a good like like a good thing to compare to would be like Metal Gear Solid Four, but like Wesker and Chris have like a tenth of the history those characters do, uh, and like it's only across two fucking games, so it's not impactful. And then the fact that you you follow it up so quickly just by like glad we got that done, game ends means that like you don't give the player any time to take in like the fact that you killed this big villain so it's like who gives a fuck um so like the game the game just reeked of like like we need a plot what do we do hey we haven't done anything with wesker since code veronica all right let's fucking you know chris will kill him here fuck it like it just felt like they needed a plot to put these game mechanics around which is fine because it's resident evil at the end of the day so like who gives a shit um, Wesker's uh, Wesker's contract's up and he's leaving. Uh, he's leaving the company, so they put Chris over strong, clean at the end. Yeah, yeah. And then just, yes. and just went home. And no that, fanfare. Yeah, that, that definitely goes into something that I wanted to say, which is I think the thing I'm quickly finding out about Resident Evil is that it's all about the baby faces and it's not about the story or the villains usually. It's we said always... that from go. We said that from the first part of this retrospective. Is and again, I'm not someone who has. A great affinity for this this game series, but I think we can, after our conversation on it and, and how fun it is and how like stupid aspects of it are and how fun and action filled and thrilling other aspects of it are, it's thoroughly like on the pantheon of video game series. There's no there's no questioning that. When it, when we're sitting here like kind of criticizing it uh, for how dumb it is, it's it's fr- in an endearing way. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. I don't know that I would want the super serious. Uh, Resident Evil game like Seven's maybe as close as it gets to just go- going with a theme and uneasy. And even the then, way Seven's through. really goofy in lots of cases. Right. So. Yeah. So you know, uh, Five is now the game I've spent the most time with from beginning to end. Like I've I've played through it at least three different times with three different people now, and uh, misremembered most of it. That that's, that's the other thing I don't like uh, about Resident Evil games, and it's it's the, the puzzly aspects of the bosses where sometimes. You, you go into a boss, you drain all of your ammo, and you're like, well, I've got no ammo left, so even if we figure out how to do this now, we can't. So uh, and wipe. then you realize... <laughs> what, yeah, yeah, when you realize the strategy, like with that Wesker fight, we walked back into it and we beat it in, in 20 seconds. Because uh, it's just like, oh no, you shoot him in the back, shoot him in the front, hold him down, shoot him in the, the thing yeah. that pops up. Uh, that's the only thing, I, the inconsistency with those kind of enemies. Uh, like when you have the the shell guys or whatever, and they got that flesh bag hanging off of them. Easy peasy. That that looks like a weak spot. I know what to do with the cockroaches, though. If you're not shooting them in those glowy yellow bits, your your bullets are doing nothing. It's not like another game where it's just like, well, if I hit him anywhere in his mass, I'm doing some damage. It's like, no, not in this game. You need to be 
you, you do need to thread the needle. You do need to be targeting those weak points or don't bother. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think oh. I, and in some cases I thought they're being a little, uh, excessive, especially towards the end when they just spawned like three cockroaches and two big machine gun, machine gun guys at you. Yeah. Only uh, once we had our strategy down and I ran backwards that one time and they all came across you one at a time, you just blasted all of them. Yeah, it's like, like, okay, well then easy peasy, right? Like, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it definitely requires like a very particular strategy. Um, but yeah, it encourages you to like wipe the first time to figure out what to do. Uh, as opposed to being able to like, oh, okay, this is what we gotta do immediately and figure just it out. Just scratch by, and then you've got nothing, no, no resources left. Yeah, uh, but like yeah. overall, I thought the gunplay and the overall level design, everything was pretty was pretty good overall. Um, I enjoyed it. I think equally, or maybe even more than Resident Evil Four, just because there's so many Resident Evil Four sections that I did not enjoy particularly. Oh. Um, but I really liked uh, the bosses in this game. I. I think the co-op aspect obviously helps it, like, so much for the enjoyment factor. It's a lot of fun playing with another friend, especially in a Resident Evil game. Um, and just having those really tense, fun moments. I wish there's more, uh, like, chainsaw guys as opposed to cockroaches. Those guys are more fun, in my opinion, than... <laughs> a weird complaint, but yeah, sure. No, yeah. Uh, they're easier to take down, um, but they still give you that, that, that tense moments as opposed to the cockroaches, yeah. which are just, like... After, like, 10 seconds, the tenseness is wearing off, and now it's just like, Jesus Christ, this guy won't fucking go down. Um, it's goddamn cockroaches. Yeah, cockroaches. Um, other complaints, I would say, is, like, man, Shiva, one of the worst fucking care Like, not her own fault, obviously, because it's Capcom's fault. But, goddamn, she just had nothing to do this whole game. Like, at- No, that's just it, is is when you, when you have a lore the way that Resident Evil's is... When you introduce a new character like that, if you're not intending to to push them beyond this one game or to have them be a, a, a big part of the... Well, that's just it. There is no such thing as being a big part of the Resident Evil story because basically it's... Unless you're Cred, Chris Redfield who can be like, I, I was there when this, that, and that happened and I killed Wesker. That's me. That's Chris Redfield. Uh, Sheva's just like... she. It could have just been... There's no reason it wasn't Jill is the point. Uh, yes. I think it's just like, but the story dictated that Jill had to be, uh, but then you, if you play the DLC, I think you play as Josh and Jill, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, I, uh, I think there's a case to be made that this game would arguably be even more fun playing as Chris and Jill together. I think a lot of... Could you of- imagine the rug pull or the swerve if like after you free Jill, Sheva just like takes a... It just goes on the helicopter with Josh and he just plays Jill from there. No, honestly, that be... wouldn't have been the worst idea just because it would have it would have been good fan service because never in a Resident Evil game have you been able to play as two of the four main playable characters together. Leon, Claire, Chris, and Jill, of course. Um, sure. So that would have been good. It just makes more sense because, like I said earlier... The payoff for like freeing Jill, it doesn't do anything for Chris's character. Like, like he's suddenly just like, okay, fucking awesome. Now I don't have to worry about that anymore. Like, things work out for Chris Redfield. Yeah, things just they just, they, like, like, they get bad, but the, he brings them back. Like, yeah, he's, like yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think Jill being put under mind control did anything other than like they were like what the fuck do we do with Joe like we're bored with her i guess i don't know pretty cut and dry pretty by the numbers mind control yeah yeah know? it was yeah and that's i think that could be said about the whole game was that it was a pretty cut and dry by the numbers resident evil 
plot with the <laughs> added yeah, with the <laughs> added caveat that there just happened to be some extra history between the main villain and the main protagonist because they were in a couple the idea extra that, games. The idea that the series is all like viruses and pathogens and like things being injected and lots of things in needles throughout the entire game, but the way Jill's mind control manifests is she has this giant glowing red gem on her chest that is just inexplicably well, uh, attached. They, yeah, they need to show the scene where she just rips open her clothes, that's why. Right. And then and then you pull that thing off and she's and she's literally fine. That was that was yeah, it. It was just like, a slow drip of mind control. Yeah, she's like, What's up? Thanks. Thanks, bro. Yeah. That's not worth thinking about. I'll anyway, see, yeah, it was I'll a blast. See, I'll it's see you in Resident Evil Revelations. <laughs> it's a weird game to replay. If you go if you go and replay that now and like give Sheva some of your 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 good guns and then work with some of your uh, So uh, if I might quickly give our ending notes on the Resident Evil retro, like pseudo retrospective. Yes, um, we, there's a lot of stuff we haven't talked about. Like obviously we haven't talked about every game in the series. No, no, there's a lot of non-canonical. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. haven't played any. Of the, I haven't talked about any of the fixed camera angle ones or the first person ones. I've only literally played the third person ones. All of them, though. I've played all of them. You had a crash uh, course. You've now played more than I have. Yeah. So, so I would just we, like we got where we wanted yeah, to I'll, be. I'll, I'll like couple words about each game resident evil 2 was the best easily uh fucking awesome game goddamn go play it uh resident evil 5 i think playing with you was probably the second best i like really enjoyed my time with that just because always playing games with with friends like that is fun resident yeah, the evil co-op aspect takes away the the atmospheric uh horror from the game and it just it really just becomes a, a game of terror it's just like we have to deal with these enemies uh, and the co-op really lends itself yeah. to that. Like, they, they, yeah. they accidentally fluked into it. Yeah, and, and the item management with a friend, too, is really fun, having to yeah. Yeah. go between yeah. guns. Uh, Resident Evil 4 and 3 Remake, definitely equal. Both really fun, great games with... Uh, Did you say 4 Remake? No, I said 3 Remake. Oh, okay. um, I would definitely play the 4 VR remake on the Quest. So that's there, there's, a, there's a full-on 4 remake also coming, evidently. So. I wonder what they're going to make that like, if it's going to be like... Uh, two I just and... imagine it's the Resident Evil 2 engine, but yeah. Yeah, but if they, if they, would play if, that. If they keep it action-oriented, like, I'd be, yeah, I'd be very interested to see how that goes. Um, and then I'm playing... I can't speak for all Resident Evil 6, um, but I'm playing that right now, and I just met Jake and Sherry... I'm like, oh my, oh my God, we got Troy Baker, we got Matt Mercer, we got Laura Bailey all in the same scene. I'm like, it must be 2013. Like, Jesus Christ. Bald male protagonists. Yeah, bald uh, male protagonists. How's Six doing for you so far? Uh, it's, it's good in a sense. Like, there's so many sections that are just like, like this fucking, I'm in this fucking market, right? And you have to get sure. three keys to get to the next section. They're all marked that, and shit, but... This could be any Resident Evil game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're going through this section. And the only way to get this last key is this ladder. So I, I'm i like, that's so fucking annoying because it's like not marked. And it just, it totally blends into the background because everything, it's 2013, right, Lee? So everything's just brown yeah. and gray and shitty, right? Um, so I, I'm running around for like fucking 15 minutes on stream. Like, where do I do? My head's up my ass. I look it up on YouTube and they, the guy shows me where this ladder is. And I look at the comments and they're all like, and they're all like, <laughs> they're like, I fucking love, uh, blended background ladders while I'm being chased by immortal monsters. 11 out of 10 game design and shit like that. 
I People was like, just mad that that guy's blowing the giraffe on the cover. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like, yeah, that's totally right. And yeah, the entire time, by the way, these are fucking immoral monsters are chasing you, so you can't even kill them fully. So I have a, I have a theory about Resident Evil 6, uh, and that is after 5, the, the fans, the, tr- the true long-term fans of the series, because 4 was the casual jumping on point, right? Four is the game that brought people who didn't previously like Resident Evil to the games. And then five was them following it up being like, okay, we're going to focus on the action bit that people that made four a masterpiece that made four this giant hit. And then after five, it was like, okay, but are we ever going to get back to what like two and three and code Veronica were? And then six comes out and that seemed to be their effort to, we're going to keep the action. We're going to keep the gameplay of four and five. We're going to streamline it. So it's a little more casual. It's a little more, like, in terms of a narrative pacing, it'll keep moving without you having to worry so much about your inventory management. And then it, it served no it served no god. It served no no master in that, like, okay, so the people who like the action bits, it's now, it's now pulling back from that. So all the people who jumped on at 4 and loved 4 and 5, they're disappointed with 6. All the people who were disappointed with 4 and 5 because it was such a departure gameplay-wise from what came before with the fixed camera angles and the more of a horror bent and maybe some better storytelling. Yeah. They're not having a good time because that action bit is still there uh, and the action pacing is still that way. So I think when 6 came out, it was kind of like it, both sides were just basically like, okay, but what's but what's next? Where's this going? What's left to tell in this? And then they come out with seven and everybody shuts up because yeah. they reinvented the wheel. Like I, they're just like, no, no, no we, we, we can still do it. We can still do, here's something completely different. And then eight comes out and they're like, but what if we now put that action thing back on top of it? It totally works. Good for them. I think six is just the low point from a mechanical point of view of every nobody being served by Resident Evil. But yeah. now in retrospect, like you describing it and me kind of remembering what it was, I bet like as a playthrough cuz it's a co-op game too, right? It is or a is co-op game, yes. Yeah. That it's probably fine now. That, I, I just remember having a bad time with, with it cuz you I'm, said no fucking yeah. way. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, this is me softening up on it. I'm not saying that I'm going to go download it and we're going to play it together, but uh, I I I used to have a very sour feeling about that game coming off of 4 and 5 and now I, I'm like, you know what? In the I grand a, scheme of things. Yeah. I have a much simpler theory about why Resident Evil 6 is the way it is. You see, in 2013, Call of Duty was really popular. Was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people were making their games as similar as they could to Call of Duty to make Call of Duty money. I think, I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's exactly what this is. They're like, God damn, Call of Duty's making a lot of fucking money. Okay, it's the singularity. You're saying they... They they moved the series to borrow some mechanics from an, an unrelated genre, yeah, no, no, and that was to the like, detriment. They're like they're like, okay, what's making so much fucking money these days? It's the Call of Duties, it's the Gears of Wars. Okay, we need more, uh, we need more cutscenes, we need more action set pieces, we need more QTEs. You need to be able to uh, move and shoot at the same time and do a bunch of cool shit. Everything <laughs> needs to be dark and gray and muddy. And that's what this Being game able to is. strafe and shoot at the same time was sick in that game. I'll say that. No, yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind. I don't, I like the shooting. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, the shooting's good. I, I, I never I had think Resident the Evil, gameplay's fine. I think yeah. Resident Evil Six was made for the sole reason that at the time, games like Call of Duty, Gears of War were really popular, and they're making a lot of money, and they were like, we want to make some of that money, and that's what they did. Well, Reed, I'm uh, content with putting uh, Resident Evil to bed. Yep. I'm glad you uh, finally got brave enough. To uh, to play some of those games and now know that you can you know, I I think I think Resident Evil Seven is still a, a maybe a little too far for you. Uh, you it, it's it's not the, it's not the kind of Resident Evil game I'd want to play anyway, just because it's 
not nearly as it's not like Resident Evil 2 remake where there's definitely bosses but there's a lot of just in between enemies to take care of and stuff like that. It's a lot like Dark Souls in a sense. Resident Evil 2 sure. remake is a lot like Dark Souls. It's a lot like Dark Souls. Um <laughs> Maybe Dark... I should say Dark Souls is a lot like Resident Evil 2, I guess. That would make more sense. Resident Evil 2 it's is... Like, a, it's like poetry read. It rhymes. Yeah, but, like, you know, you, you keep opening shortcuts, and you keep going in between back to places and getting sure. stuff, and yeah. there's bosses, and there's sub-bosses. Let me tell you about yeah. a game series called Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In that sense, yes, too. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, like Castlevania. Whereas Resident Evil 7 is just, like, bosses... And then there's sometimes those molded enemies, but there's not a lot of them. So it's mainly just a lot of bosses and set pieces, which um, I've seen enough playthroughs of the game now where I like I don't need to experience that. I'd much well, village it is. For yeah, you. I would go pick up village uh, like a sec, like a hot second before I pick up um, Resident Evil Seven. Well, we look forward to your thoughts on village, but in the meantime, uh, that's going to be it for Resident Evil for now. If you'd like to hear. <laughs>